Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five the Podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts, Courtney, Mia, and Jay, dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. If they don't, feel free to yell at your speakers, or you could just tweet at them with your choices, like an adult. Now let's join the gang as they dive in. Fair warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but really, at this point, that's your fault. And now, on with the show. Audio medium, we need to stay prepared. Honestly, we got to stay prepared because there are so many of us on the call today. Um, this is as is unprecedented in the halls of, of High Five podcast. We actually have five people on the show today. Everyone give yourselves a round. Um, and in honor of that, we are actually doing an entire new thing where we are taking five on a particular topic. And in this kickoff episode of High Five, the podcast takes five on. We're talking about Golden Girls, which was our shared number one Betty White role performance from our previous episode. Uh, we love the Golden Girls so much that we all shared the number one. And now we have recruited two other innocent souls uh, <laughs> who love the Golden Girls to talk about this wonderful show. Uh, and we'll get into that in a second. But first, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, hey, let's take five on the Golden Girls. And then we're all going to try and give a five-way high five. <laughs> let's oh, have a five-way. <laughs> we ready? I'm ready. I'm Courtney, ready. You ready? All right. Let's take five on the Golden Girls. High five. 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 Um, I like that one. I like that one. I, man, I can't, I can't, you know what? First, we've got to start this. I, I need to get something off my chest. This has been bubbling at me and I'm going to see where this goes. Um, oh I need to thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Travel down the road, the road back, back again. again. <laughs> Oh. It is true. Yeah. You're a and a <laughs> And if you do a party, <laughs> anybody ever wants you do. Yeah, I'm going to spare everyone. <laughs> no, keep going. Oh, that was good. For sake. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I know people in their cars are cheering and applauding right now. No, um, that did not work out at all how I planned. <laughs> I think people at home are singing along like the same way you do in the Jeopardy theme songs on. You're like, yeah, I know this. Um, yep. Oh my Absolutely. Goodness. Courtney, Mia, 
thank you guys so much for being here. I can't I, I can't express how excited I am to talk to you guys again about stuff we love. Yay! Me too. Me too. Ditto. I'm ready. Big ditto. Capital capitalized, italicized, and underlined with exclamation yeah. points. That uh, I was is... hung over all day, and then the good Lord made me <laughs> sober up oh just in time for this. I think that's why work was so hard. Oh, I'm already drinking again. I don't learn. So. <laughs> Well, that is actually perfect because we have some drinking buddies here with us tonight. Mm -hmm. Because this is a very special high five episode, we're taking five. We needed five people and five voices. And I recruited somebody, and Courtney, you rec recruited somebody. And I want to introduce her now. So uh, with me, uh, she's been on the show before. She's been a voice on the show. A lot of people who listen know her, but uh, Amanda goes by A. She is joining the show because of... I'm a big Golden Girls fan, and we can get into it in a minute. But, but this lady right here, <laughs> this lady right here, took me into it and took me into it harder than I thought I needed to be. So, hey, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. All right, Courtney. <laughs> We've got Courtney it. and I. Yay! <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> um, Oh my God, I'm so excited to have my special guest on the show. We do improv together. He is easily one of my favorite people to do improv with. He's very talented. He is a literal golden retriever in human form. And it's the highest compliment because they're wonderful dogs. And, say, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, he's just a real sweet guy. And when I first went to his apartment, he was like, in this house, we worship the golden girls. And I was like, all right. That's awesome. I get it. <laughs> This yeah. is Corbin. Sorry, this is Corbin. <laughs> Thanks for meeting me on Corbin. the show, guys. Yeah. Oh, welcome, um, welcome to the show, Corbin. I uh, we we appreciate uh, a Golden Girls lover in this household, and now on this show, um, I I don't know how 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 deep or back in the archives a lot of you guys' history goes with High Five Cole on the podcast, but in the early years before pandemic struck. We would do live shows around the Nashville area. And at every show we ever performed, we had a framed picture of B. Arthur. And we never explained it unless someone asked what it was for. And then we just, with all casualness, was like, oh, B. Arthur's our show's spirit animal. As she should be. And that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> and so we traveled with a framed photo of B. Arthur because... Everywhere. But yeah, it was amazing. And so we have long loved the the GGs in, in our domain. The GGs. So Double GGs. Squares. I, I need to know, like, Corbin, what is your history with the Golden Girls? Why do you love it so much? Why are you currently dressed as B. Arthur? Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, where to begin? I think a lot of it stems, like, my own personal just admiration with the show stems from me being like a 75 year old man at heart Amazing. um courtney can attest to this uh you know we do improv together once a week and it's late classes we'll get out at like 9 30 and everyone wants to chill out at the bar and i'm already complaining because it's already past my bedtime i gotta be up at six to, <laughs> to do my like pilates and geriatrics and <laughs> Yeah, I like to whittle. I took up whittling during COVID. That <laughs> what, what, is, wait, what is that? What is that? Whittling? Okay. He's going to show us. You have to sit on a log. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Yes, he's us something. So like, this was one thing I made recently. Just a little Lord. like. Old, it is an old man. Mustachioed man. Yeah. I, I love, love it. it. I just Not got really into. Cool. 
yeah. I figured if if I start practicing now, then mm. by the time I am like of the age where whittling is suitable, I'll be a pro and I'll impress all of my fellow senior citizens. Um, but yeah, you'll be the, the heartthrob. <laughs> yeah, we'll of get the, out of this. Go to the Zans, everybody. Nine thirty. <laughs> <laughs> and in my oh, head, it's so like, late. He's so, so right. Late. He is late. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, no, it's not. I'm just old. Yeah, no, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. But um, in terms of like the Golden Girls specifically, it's funny. So my great grandma, my grandma, and my great aunt all live together. The three of them. Um, they live about five minutes from my like childhood home. My parents still live there, so I see them often. Um, but we would always refer to them as the Golden Girls. And so growing up, they were the Golden Girls. And I never knew that there was a show called the Golden Girls. And so as I got older, I was like, well, there's a show about them. I got to watch it now. (laughs) (laughs) It is pretty accurate. Um, Is it really? You were like on season six before you realized, like, I don't think that's them. (laughs) I was like, Am I Blanche or am I the Sophia? Where, which one am I? <laughs> and I found out I'm, I think I'm the, like, I, I don't know. Cause you know, what I've realized is every day. Into this, to hold your thought on which one yes. you be until oh, no. a little bit later. You have the okay. episode. Think about it. Everybody does. So. I've been stewing on this. So think on it because you have to have an answer of which girl you may be. Um, and it's a tough one. I'll be honest. It's a tough one. Hopefully by the end of the episode, we'll have all gotten some crystal crystallization on it. But, um, (laughs) you know, as an, as a good host, I'm going to go to our second guest, Amanda, you've got to tell us like your history with the show. You were a fan of it way before I knew you. So where did that come from? Where did it, what happened? Oh, what happened? I grew up watching it on TV. I grew up watching it on TV. Um, Mm-hmm. you know uh and and then it was like on nick at night for yeah or like a yes string of years you know so like you stay up late at like your parents have gone to bed and you're watching nick at night and it's like i'm, I'm staying probably, up late i'm watching golden girls i'm dating myself because nick at <laughs> night was like a huge thing it's like wow this is what classic I know, comedy classy shows like taxi and golden girls i was like this yeah my parents liked these these are <laughs> neat um but then i would like really get into them yeah and i just i mean that's really it i just grew up watching it like i grew up lucky enough to be able to watch it is what yeah. i should say because it just it's such a great show and it did so many great things even for like it's time and it's just i don't know it was a privilege to watch it and learn from it i wanted to be those women so badly <laughs> i still do i know I yeah still- yeah one of these, well, we're not, One we're, day. we got it. We got it coming. <laughs> um, all right, Courtney, I need to know your history with the girls. I'll be honest. I don't know a time where they weren't in like my life, even just tangentially just on TV. Cause it's like, that's, it's kind of like, I don't remember. I don't remember a whole lot, I guess, but I don't remember a time when they weren't around. <laughs> right. Like, um, they're existed. ubiquitous to life and comic, kind of like Dick Van Dyke or yeah. like, night show. It's just kind of like, Oh, it's just sort of there. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. There's just no 
world where there where there wasn't a reference or there you know even when you heard about like a bunch of older women moving in together it's like oh it's like the golden girls you know like that's there's nothing else to describe that other than maybe an old brothel i don't know there's no other way to describe it <laughs> 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 but i don't know i don't know a mature bro a mature brothel i'm sorry that was rude of me I think you're just talking about the Golden Palace, which we'll get into later. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my goodness. Deep that cuts. was great. Yes, I love it. I can't wait because some people like raised an eyebrow right there. Like, what did he mean by that? And uh, hang on. Yeah. Just hang out. <laughs> it's going to be good. I, I, I Not very many people are familiar with that. Why would they be? with all the love in my heart i have to muster no it's fair it's fair Um, oh my goodness i love it mia i need to know where where does your what is your history with the show um mine is similar to uh courtney's in that they've always been present um Mm. i happen to live in so i was raised in jersey but like the where a lot of my memories start in my head is when I lived in Florida, which is where they are. Um, So it connects me a little bit deeper to them. Um, And I just, I don't know so much if I wanted to be them per se, but I wanted that type of friendship. I wanted that, like in terms of that type of life, I wanted the, the built in, you know, connection with other with other like i wanted that girls squad i guess you could say they were they were the first positive representation of a girl exactly squad I, I wanted to be like yeah. as smart and as snappy as dorothy like i wanted oh my god i wanted the wit the yeah. wit that's what i wanted I, well, you, you know a little bit because you know you grew up in florida as well i did you, I you spent a lot of time yeah. around your grandmother so it was like you, there was a familiarity there yeah. Uh, as well like i think that was what it was mm-hmm. you know i wasn't a, i wasn't a kid uh you know a, a young 11 year old boy watching it on nick and i going <laughs> i want to be them one day like it, just, <laughs> that, it wasn't the exact connection i was making but i was watching it being like this is familiar these are real people that i would mm-hmm. want to be around and this is these are th- i want to spend time in this house and that was that was just a true. I don't know. And this is going to be a weird analogy, but like the the Corey and Sean Boy Meets World connection, mm. like the friendships of the or the friends on Friends, like the 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 ratatat between the fights, the reconciliations, the honesty between the friends. Yeah, it was aspiring. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, that mm-hmm. is fun to watch. It is something to be be cool on, and it was stories you never saw. Mm-hmm. And you weren't seeing like what they're talking about in, in Golden Girls, like on home improvement. You know? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Mm. So <laughs> that's, that's, what it, that's what it was for me. I mean, like w- moving into kind of like the second category of it, we've got to get into the girls, like the characters. Um, they're the heart of the show. Uh, you know, Corbin, we had you select an episode that we all watch that we're going to get into, which uh, honestly, I was telling Amanda this last night for anybody who's listening and wants to either pause it and watch the episode to know what we're talking about, or just to know it was season three, episode one, old friends. And I, I about halfway through, I leaned to Amanda. I was like, well, one, I, rem- I vaguely remember this episode, but mm-hmm. two, 
I see, I think I see why he picked it. It's because it shows a lot of the characters in their kind of best light mm-hmm. and with different dimensions to themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I liked I liked that aspect of it, but I thought it really highlighted the girls and what they stood for and what they how they interacted. So mm-hmm. one great pick, Corbin. Two, I've got to know. We'll start. We'll start with you again. Do you have a favorite character? This is where you can say which one you relate with the most, or which <laughs> one you connect with the most. I could say. You know, um, I would love to think of myself as quick-witted as as Dorothy, but mm-hmm. as I've grown older, I say like I'm this senior citizen already. <laughs> um, as I've grown in my age, like a fine wine. Uh, I've realized I'm more of a Sophia than I would like to uh, be. Oh, um, I want to be. Yeah. I, I am. I, I have realized I do not take anybody's. Uh, what's the uh, what's the language? Uh, on, oh, on whatever you want. I, I don't take anybody's we'll shit. It at, like we don't any take any of their fucking shit. Yeah, beautiful. Leave it well, there, there we go. Um, but yeah, I mean Sophia. I just like every episode. I'm just like, you go, girl. You, I so much respect. I mean, I'm you go, girl for all of them, but Sophia yeah. especially. She's just taking it to lengths that I hope I I do one day. <laughs> also, for, for for reference, Corbin's like 22, so I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just turned 23. But yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he is not twirling <laughs> oh, a mustache. No, you are he, so young. He does not have a <laughs> of any sorts. So um, when he says he's an old man, like I mean, when he's aged, grown in his years, like internally, yeah. <laughs> right? Just yeah. in your soul and in your beliefs, um, yes. you, just, yeah. you just know it. Um, Amanda, I know it's a tough question, but favorite girl? I know, I know, I know you, you, I know. I you love them this. all for so many reasons. Yeah, yeah like Sophia's scrappiness, like she's a badass, you know, as you pointed out. Like yes, but I just, you know, I, I love good sarcasm. And so I just, Dorothy, I have to pick Dorothy. If I have to pick a favorite, it has to be Dorothy because her, and she's the smartest woman in the room and she's just that fast. And I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) I love her. Uh, Good choice. Mia, Mia, what are you, what are you thinking? Where, where do you land on the uh, Buzzfeed, uh, which golden girl girl are you quiz? Um, my favorite versus who I am are very different. I want to know both. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, my favorite is uh, also Dorothy, but that's really hard because I just love Sophia so much. Mm. I, I just find her endearing mm. in all her sassiness, but but Dorothy just first three answers so far. I know. Yeah, and then but I am a, <laughs> probably a blitz. <laughs> No. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's going on herself. Yeah. Blanche is great. I was gonna say what that yeah. she's a lady. She is. <laughs> uh, she's uh, sexually ambitious and uh, not afraid to discuss it, and uh, she yeah. finds empowerment in being that way. So, not that's necessarily awesome. like the number game, just just in how she. <laughs> <laughs> it was the 90s so it was okay back then <laughs> i think is what i've heard um it's like vh1 told me that 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, for, for everybody. And then they told me, like, it's totally fine back then. Like, the friends were sleeping with everybody. Uh, yeah. It, it, even nice. If, um, Courtney, where do you yeah. land on the scale? You've got. Well, I, I did this earlier. This is the little bit of research oh, I did. I did take the BuzzFeed quiz. No um, way. Did. Of course you did. I love it. Wait, yeah, of course. Quiz? Of course they do. Yeah, of course they do. But like, I know this is an audio medium, so why the fuck was I going to show it on my screen? <laughs> I, I, got, it. I got Rose, surprisingly. And this is what it says. Like Rose, you're loving and innocent. You enjoy all of life's simple pleasures and care deeply for the people in your life. And some of that is true. Um, <laughs> doesn't matter what part. <laughs> have a life. Some of that. Uh, I care deeply about things in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter what I care deeply. The people in my life, Timothy Chalamet is technically in my life. I am not in his, but I care deeply. You knew I was going to shoehorn this in somehow. I have a yep, fucking agenda. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Well done. I'm like, how is she going to fit it in? He wasn't born. When the show he was around, no. she got he couldn't have cameoed. Um, he's a little baby boy. So proud. Um, <laughs> but Rose is who I got. But I would say I think I'm kind of like a Dorothy. I'd say I think with just doing stand up and comedy in general, it's like, well, that's who I relate to when I was younger. I'm like, nah, she's cool. She's funny. I want to be the cool, funny one. So I guess that's aspirational. But also, I also feel like she can sometimes be a little bit mean in those like quips. And I also have gone too far and I've had to apologize a lot. So yeah, I'd say Dorothy, yeah, but like, so Dorothy, Dorothy, sun, Rose rising, <laughs> Blanche moon. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hold up. Hold up. If we're going to do that, definitely. Let's see. Hold on. Rose sun, Blanche rising and oh Dorothy moon. I need a Golden Girls tarot set. Do they make that? Yeah, yes. Yes, they do. Of course they do. It's, 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 it's of course next to the prayer candles with it all exists. of them. I, as I used to, I used, to yeah. have a Blanche one. I used to have a Blanche candle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You saw yeah. a Betty White one the other day, oh, didn't of course you? We did. Yeah, it was in the. Oh, board. real quick. Anyway, Courtney, so, yes. Your, your personality in my, your type of funny in my mind is very reminiscent to Betty White's funny, not oh, Rose you. funny, Betty White's yeah. funny. That's such a compliment. I, that is a yeah, huge compliment. That's, man, that's hard. Well, I, I guess I'm done with this podcast now. I don't need to get <laughs> <laughs> anything <laughs> else. Corbin's the new host. He's good. Corbin, Courtney, it's almost the same thing. <laughs> but I, Jay, Jay, how hey. about you? I have to, yes, this is a very introspective question and I understand that. Um, and sorry to put you all on the spot, but you knew what was coming. Uh, I, uh, I, I loved everything about Dorothy. Dorothy, as I said, is the spirit animal in the sense of that's what I wish, you know, the, the quickness, the, uh, the, um, stick to the professionalism, the, she's just great. But if I am honest, I am a rose. <laughs> and here's the thing and here's why and here's here's where it becomes deep is i'm just an innocent little boy that hates conflict that would really much rather tell you a funny story that he remembered from a long time ago and long really, long stories then yeah then really have a fight about what it is that 
people care about. Yeah. Like oh, that, if I'm being honest, I am so much a rose. Just be like, wait, what's everyone mad about? That's <laughs> so much more me than like coming into a room hell on fire. One would say you are loving and innocent. You enjoy all of life's simple pleasures and care deeply for the people in your life. It was almost as if you were talking about me. Um, so I, I'm so happy. That's so great. Um, so yeah, I, I love, I love. I mean, and the thing about it is, I love that there was always. Well, I'm a little bit of Sophia, or I feel like I'm this, and me is like, oh, Blanche. That is a brilliant thing about the writing of the show and the characterization mm. of the show is that they were so relatable and multifaceted that you can see yourself in a lot of how each of them act mm -hmm. throughout mm -hmm. a bunch of episodes. I mean, we we narrowed it down to one because how could you talk about the entire show in its entirety? Um, and Corbin, uh, I'm going to turn the floor back over to you because you got to pick our episode, which I'm very, very glad okay. you did. Uh, you know, Golden Girls is a show that we probably just turn up on Hulu once a year and just watch it from the beginning. Um, cycle through. And so it's hard <laughs> to pick a favorite, or it's hard to pick one that's even representational. So one, which episode did you pick or tell us again? And then, and why? Like, what was it about that episode that you're like, this is the one that we want to talk about? Yeah. Well, uh, first off, thank you guys for trusting me uh, for picking this episode. Um, it, it was yeah. a tough decision. I will be honest. Uh, but yeah, I chose season three, episode one, old friends. Um, and uh, you know, I think you had mentioned earlier, it, it perfectly encapsulates each character, uh, down to their core. Um, you know, it's the start of the new season. They want to start off on a good note, kind of introduce every character once again to anyone that's new that's watching. So I get that. But it also reveals just a lot of new depths that we haven't exactly seen. The main being, obviously, Sophia's storyline, um, which I'm I'm a big cheese ball. Um, I, I love I love anything that's going to make me tear up just a little bit. And boy, just howdy! Yeah. Oh man, I was. And there's one line near the end that just gets me, and I wrote it down, and it was right at the end when uh dorothy and sophia are at the park or at the pier bench yep yep we and all know what you're about to say and she goes she asks dorothy she goes you think he'll remember me dorothy goes i don't know and then say it with me what does she say i'll remember him I'll remember him <sighs> and the floodgates open up <laughs> And then they hit you with the one-two punch because now the floodgates open and you're barely together as they're leaving and the music mm -hmm. dies down. And then that son of a bitch sits <laughs> in, in our seat and then Sophia turns around and is like, hey, somebody's sitting there and the floodgates oh, open back oh, up. I know. I know. Okay, and I feel like saves. I watched the wrong episode now. What? Oh no! Oh no! But you need. I'm well, so sorry. What an emotional turn I have oh, provided you guys. You, I'm I shocked. Notes. I took notes, and now I think it's the wrong episode. Which one <laughs> no. I thought it was season three, episode one. Yeah. What was? What happened in yours? A yeah. nectarine. A nectarine. Yeah, nectarine. Mm -hmm. Nope. <laughs> 
where, where so- Sophia yeah. goes on a on a thing for the day, right? She's like, I do what I do every day. I go I go get a nectarine, and the the other three are discussing like they're avoiding doing housework, and there's no cake that they make. Uh, no, no. no, is this the what? one with the teddy? Was there a teddy bear, Mia? There was a little boy in a rolling chair, in a wheelchair, no. rolling chair, in a wheelchair. <laughs> we had other emotional heights oh, that we no. didn't I did. I did. I, I had, it was an emotional episode. YouTube lied to me. We did not. That's the, at the season no, three. No, YouTube, of- YouTube. Oh. Not you guys. Oh, it's like YouTube. It's like, who? Yeah, the yeah YouTube, YouTube did. And YouTube may have lied to you when they put their music on their phone for no fucking reason. Oh. But we I don't appreciate that. Um, <laughs> no, YouTube. I, oh, Mia. Okay, well, you need to go back and watch it. We'll give you the rundown. Sure. And you, you can observe and ask questions along with us because... Okay, maybe, so- maybe the listeners will have those questions. Well, you know, actually... You're Cor- the Jim Halpert in the situation. You're the audience. Cor- Corbett, I'll let, you know what? I'm going to let you and Amanda tag team the plot so Mia can be filled in and so our listeners can. But yeah. Corbett, would you take the A, a story of Sophia's story in like a bite-sized uh, plot summary and then amanda i'll have you do the teddy bear story okay all right the b line all right corbin take it away what sophia's a line in this Why are yes we- um so you know it starts off how every great day with sophia starts mm-hmm. off with her heading out to do something and someone asking what are you doing and she just snaps back none of your business <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just wonderful yeah. um but uh, it, it's all, it all centers around her uh, repeatedly going to uh, the pier and she meets this man. Uh, I believe, did you say his name was Art? I didn't, I didn't. It's Art. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So his name's Art and uh, he, he works as a security guard at a retirement home and he just takes his breaks there. Um, and they start to really foster this beautiful friendship. Um, but as... Uh, well, I don't know if I should pause and then we set the stage for the B story and keep going. Or yeah, yeah, you do, you do yeah. your plot and we'll, 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 okay. we'll just, then man will follow. <laughs> um, and, and throughout all of these, you know, weeks that pass uh, and their friendship develops, um, Art starts showing um, some different behavior. Uh, he's not finishing thoughts. He's uh, forgetting conversations. Uh, Sophia brings up his, his late wife and he starts just breaking down crying. And there's a beautiful tender moment there, which like also just breaks you to your core. Even if you don't know what's going on, yeah. where Sophia is just like, she's like, don't cry, don't cry. And he's still crying. And she's like, no, it's, it's okay to cry. You yeah. cry, like, cry as you long cry as you need to. Cry. Yep. Sophia of all the characters yeah. saying that is so yeah. powerful. Um, and so, you know what? I am going to cry as long as I need to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, they end up having this big falling out. Um, she's, she's trying to make up to him, and, and he's just not, not responding to her. Um, mm-hmm. And she thinks she's ruined the friendship, essentially. Uh, she returns to him, and like a week later, and he's fine. It's like nothing ever happened. There wasn't any fight between them. Um, and Dorothy actually comes to kind of oversee this. Mm-hmm. She's a ways back, uh, and a woman approaches her, and it's Art's daughter. And she explains to Dorothy that uh, he has uh, it's Alzheimer's, right? Alzheimer's, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
and uh, it obviously takes a turn. Um, Dorothy then reveals to Sophia later about his condition and that in the next couple months, they're going to relocate him to, I think, his son's it's house. somewhere in upstate New York is where yes. they talk about. I, I forget. I think there's a facility near one of his sons or something that they have connection to. I forget the exact detail, but mm-hmm. it's upstate New York. He's yeah. another, he's moving away. Yeah. His son's like a doctor. Yeah. And he's going to just take better care of him. Um, so yeah, it's, and then we obviously gave away the ending right at the, right at the top of this. Um, yeah. but she tries to have one final, you know, reunion before he, they send him off. Well, she's uh, like he, the scarf, like, uh, yeah. How can you forget that? Mark for him, and it's just like, oh Which, God, she never got to deliver this time. Can I, can I say something and out myself on the crochet thing? There's an element of the story where Sophia's crocheting a scarf and it's like, oh, well, good. He'll be around for a couple more months. That'll give me time to finish the scarf. And then there's like this big ha 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 laugh. And in my head, I'm like, that sounds about right. Cro- crocheting a scarf should take months of effort. And again, <laughs> I'm like, pardon like the audience is laughing at how long it was taking Sophia I'm like I think she's on a roll personally <laughs> yeah, she's blazing through it yeah oh, oh, man. Those little chopsticks you're not eating with them but yes I was getting choked up in just that that summary no was, no Ill. that's that's great mm. yeah so that's the a story is just this beautiful friendship and uh, kind of just see the full life of it but and uh, one of the other beautiful things about this episode in particular and the reason i'm so happy you chose it is the b story is completely the opposite mm-hmm. of everything you just said and it's so bonkers tell us what the b story is uh, the b story is this great storyline that follows rose and her beloved teddy bear so you Fernando. Uh, Fernando, yes. Fernando, okay. Yeah, so you, the scene opens up and like uh, Blanche is going through some boxes. There's some stuff scattered around and they're having a rummage sale. And there's this young girl that's there like helping like go through stuff. And she's like, it, it's like a Girl Scout thing, but not Girl Scout yeah. thing. I don't remember the specific whatever. Back on Sunshine Girls or something? Because they like to, they like to spread it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the sunshine. <laughs> that was spread. Oh my around. god! <laughs> All right, spread the sunshine around. Yes, that's right. That was back in the day where you couldn't really say Girl Scouts without paying them money on television, so they made up like very similar sounding other names, like <laughs> Tree Girls and things of that nature. But yes, man. So, oh, the, so uh, okay, the so, sale for so this girl's helping, and then Blanche sends her into Rose's room to gather some things that got left mm-hmm. on the bed. So she comes back and she also has this teddy bear and she gushes over how cute it is. And Blanche decides to give her this teddy bear for helping. And then, so the little girl skips out the door with this teddy bear that is now hers. And then immediately Rose comes out of the kitchen and goes into her room and comes out and asks, where is her bear? And then Blanche immediately realizes (laughs) the huge mistake (laughs) that has been made. So then she's, you know, doing the Blanche thing, going, well, you can get over it. Teddy bear, it's not a big deal. No. And then Rose tells this whole story about how this was her bear since childhood. And she's never been without this bear. And she can't be without this bear. It becomes this whole thing. So 
this so Blanche contacts the girl and tries to get the bear back for Rose. And then it becomes a hostage situation. And this <laughs> oh, no. cuts off the teddy bear's ear. She goes full all the money in the world. And sends it to <laughs> That's a great reference. He didn't deserve that. And it becomes this whole thing. At one point, she holds the bear hostage with a gun full of red ink. So that they're like, don't <gasps> yes, like, she's holding a little toy like gun with the, the red ink. <laughs> so oh it literally half of this episode, Mia, becomes a hostage movie yes. with a yeah. between Blanche and Rose and Dorothy gets involved a little bit um, against this really, really persistent like 12-year-old. But it's a great episode because I love how, because they always make Rose out to be like the dumb weak one. And this is mm-hmm. where that kind of follows that pattern because you're like this grown woman over a teddy bear, right? Yeah, but and the girl comes over with the bear and is like kind of throwing it in their face and she's going to get money like and rose just like i forget the exact wording that happens but she goes over she gives this little girl a hug says there's no hard feelings and then says some quip about how life is hard and shoes her out the door and grabs her bear <laughs> and like from this kid and i just was like that's awesome yeah fuck kids <laughs> am i right i'm kidding <laughs> It is top tier Betty White, like giving this speech. It was like, you know what? It's okay. I realize now that what this experience is all about is learning a tough lesson. And you've helped me learn. And you should know this, that sometimes life's just not fair. And she rips the bear out of her hands, throws the girl out the the front door and slams the door on her face. And and then she just turns around with so much joy. (laughs) Like like clutching it. Oh my God. Like and I also that like you know the silly rose like got a strong moment like yeah. and fun fact that little girl the actress is actually a acclaimed musician jenny lewis for real yeah that's jenny lewis wow Did you know that i didn't know that i was, oh, that, crazy. I was bringing, coming in here with a hot fact you know? i love it's that you. I, my hot fact was that um the director of this episode who terry hughes who directed almost all of the golden girls but also went on to direct a ton of other stuff. Like, friend, I mean, Friends in particular, but a bunch of great, great, great sitcoms. Terry Hughes mm-hmm. is a fantastic sit- sitcom director, and he did some of his best work at the Golden Girls. So, uh, mm-hmm. well, well, but Corbin, I mean, again, just great choice. Like, you got to see the dynamics. You get to see Rose be mean and just tell Blanche cold stone-faced, get the damn bear back. <laughs> Cut the shit my damn <laughs> well, even you get to see the softest character go hard and the hardest character be a softie yeah it was even better <laughs> well and the okay. casting for the girl scout was uh, amazing because yeah there are some lines that she says that she just delivers so coldly it's like yeah. you have 40 48 hours like she says that <laughs> all of the hostage negotiation terminology <laughs> Yes, and the turn when they realize that she is a horrible person is like <laughs> she's like she's not spreading oh, sunshine. Like, yeah, well, they're like, didn't they teach you about kindness and like you know goodness at a Girl Scout camp? And she's like, yeah, they taught us that at the summer camp weekends, but I wasn't there because I was grounded for smoking cigs in the boys' bathroom. 
Yeah. Like, immediate turn. <laughs> oh, my God. So and you both of their faces drop at the moment. So it's, again, there was, like, I was even getting to the point where I was like, well, I wish Dorothy was in this more. But then she got involved in the hostage negotiations. And she, oh. like, stoops. She gets, like, she stoops down to this Girl Scouts level. <laughs> Where yeah. she's like picking up the phone and is like, "You're gonna be arrested. You're going to jail." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was so funny is that the way that she was going about it was like, if she was threatening her own like four year old daughter, well, I am gonna call the police for bad girls, and they are gonna come get you. And Santa is never gonna give you presents ever. <laughs> and like you just, in, as a watcher, you're just like, this is not gonna work. You've already seen where this girl is. Like that's totally not gonna work on her. No. Well, I love the threat that she gives her is like, you're not going to have any more cookies and jump rope. Like, it's like those two things. Yeah. What does she, she say? Like, get real grandma or something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was just um, like, oh, God. This is uh, so tense. It was uh, just, yes. Yeah, so, so, like, the balance of the A story, which is, again, we talked tear mm. floodgates, and it's totally worth it. And Estelle Getty sells the crap she's so out great. of it um also fun fact about estelle getty she won a primetime emmy award for that episode that one in really? particular yeah that was what it's uh yeah it's uh she went for particular that was the one that what they sent into like for the nominations and she won so i can see why yeah, yeah. and that's what else that we were talking about when we were watching it is like i think i know why corbin picked this one is like like yes, there. I know there are other episodes where they deal with like the heightiest of heightiest of topics, but the balance of the pure silliness of a teddy bear hostage plus the the mm -hmm. emotional weight Seriousness. of the story and the way that they balance because there's and and this is the where we'll I, we can kind of button on this, but there's the wonderful scene at the end where Sophia and Rose, the two central folk like characters in the a story and the b story are having a conversation in the kitchen about each other's situation and it's lining up in a weird way where neither of them are talking to each other but they're helping each other it, mm -hmm. it's, it's a wonderfully weird awkward scene but it works so well because the actresses just pull it they pull it right off yeah they really do yeah. I believe it. I can't wait to see that episode for real. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, that one's uh, so, so frustrated. No, I am. Um, we're we're coming to the end of our of our party here, but the the thing about it is we've got to somehow come at a rating scale. I know we all love it, mm -hmm. and this is a take five uh, on a high five podcast. So. I'm going to go around the horn and I'm going to ask all of you to rate this episode out of, uh, let's see, five, what, what should we give it? Five what's? Um, five teddy bears. Five teddy bears. All yes. Right. A number out of how many teddy bears out of five teddy bears? Uh, five teddy bears being like the most perfect tele episode of television that's ever been created and zero teddy bears being like, I wouldn't show this to my blind lemur. Um, <laughs> Like that's the scale. <laughs> that specific scale. That that's the yeah, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. So Courtney, you first. Yo, um, I'll give it four and a half out of five. I mean, I hadn't seen this particular episode in a long time, and I it did it did hit all the notes of like 
uh, heartbreaking and tear-jerking and hilarious and goofy and stuff. Um, there's just a couple episodes that, that I like a little bit more, just as a personal level. So four and a half out of five, I think, is fair. Four and a half out of five teddy bears. I would show it to somebody I I like a whole lot and possibly love. You'd show it to Timmy. I got it. Oh, I, yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you for picking yep, up on that. I got you. I got you. I I like it. Uh, Mia, um, just based on our on our take alone, what would what would you grade it? <laughs> um for for anyone uh who understands this reference, it's a five out of seven teddy bears. I love it. That's fantastic. Um Amanda, what do you mean? How many teddy bears out of five? I would say four. Four out of five teddy bears. I I like that. Corbin, what have you got? Uh, I think I'll have to side with Courtney and I'll say uh, four and like the ear of a teddy bear. So four and a half. Um, so Fernando. <laughs> Fernando, uh, Fernando, yeah. Fernando. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm going to agree. I'm going to land on about a four and a half out of five teddy bears. Uh, Fernando out of five teddy bears is, yeah, I think there's not much better you can do to one kick off a season um, mm. two to balance the the level of emotion and the the silliness um yeah it's just really really well done so yeah i'm gonna it's it's right up there so that was amazing i like that so we're we're evening out right up at the top of the scale i think that is a full-on recommend from all five of us so absolutely yeah good job yeah oh. yes and yeah you go girls oh that <laughs> is amazing well, that has been such a fun and successful first take high take five on high five. Corbin, Amanda, thank you so much for joining yes, us. And thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys for having us. Oh, I I can't wait till we'll, we can do another one of these when we share our number ones on other episodes. And, and if if people haven't been listening, you got to subscribe on our feed. You've got to know what other episodes are coming up. Uh, we can get all of our episodes right now on our website, highfivethepodcast.com or over at project-nerd.com or just subscribe to the audio feed wherever you're listening to podcasts. This is our show. You can just listen right here, uh, just whenever you need. Uh, follow us on social, ask us questions there, and uh, and we'll we'll be back with you in the future. I ha- uh, This has been so much fun, and I can't wait to have everybody back. But uh, Courtney, Mia, uh, as always, it's been such a pleasure to to join you tonight. Oh, same. This was this Hello. was what a, this a treat. So many people the I love in the same r- chat room. <laughs> All the heart hands. Yes. Yay! All right. Well, we're gonna end this like we started it with a perfect in sync high oh, God. way high five. Uh, and I'm uh, uh, here. We go uh, and high five. <laughs> nice. Not bad. That wasn't so bad. We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E-T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast. On Twitter at high the number five the podcast. Instagram at high five the podcast. Or on Letterboxd 
by searching High Five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? Farting your skeleton out of your body? <laughs> Maybe. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.